Welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about how can we trust a liar? And this is part of the series, Can You See the Signs? So let's get started. We, at some point, stretch the truth at work or at home. But when you are dealing on a daily basis with pathological liars, how do you actually deal with them? Liars come in all shapes, size, genders, and looks. At first glance, they come off charming, intelligent, friendly, accommodating, etc. But most often, liars have started at a very young age. So their minds are constructed a unit system for telling lies. When they feel they are in a situation where their weaknesses will be revealed, remember, We really do not know people. We only know what they want to tell us. Their stories are always changing. Thinking you are being blown away by their tales, convinced you are so gullible, you are absorbing every single word they are spewing. Listening closely, you are starting to connect the dots that makes their stories not believable. But exposing them, for who they are. In the corporate world, liars can be found at every corner, from someone who is not capable of doing their jobs, but always has a great explanation why they could not accomplish their task on time, to the smooth operators that will be crawling to the boss's office hoping to ride the next wave of success while planting lies into the boss's ear to find away people that would come too close to the truth and expose them for who they really are. How about the co-workers that goes to conferences spending his or her time having affairs with willing participants, while others are questioning why he or she is attending the conferences, suspecting something is not right, but spending company money to indulge in his or her extramarital affairs. The adulterers, have already been to their superiors with a story of why it is necessary for them to attend the conference. The supervisors have fallen to their story, so they attend and continue their deceptions. How about at home, when you're asking your mate to do a task, but instead finding him on the couch, his feet up, eating chips while watching a movie? When asked why he could not do the list, he will find an excuse to get out of your wrath. From the addicted who shop online, hiding the credit card statement to avoid any confrontation, but instead of coming clean, they will point their fingers at their children or even explaining someone must have got a hold of their credit cards and did the buying. How about the serial cheaters that will lie to his or her mate, thinking they can live a double life until they get caught red-handed when, by accident, they are in someone else's Instagram pictures that went viral, explaining to their mate, it must be someone that just looked like me. How often have you ever encountered this kind of situation? While you are listening to them, you are seeing the red flag going off. Your spirit is telling you there is something wrong. How often have you turned a blind eye 
only to regret it later. Too many times we are seeing the truth by ignoring it. If we are not willing to face it, we could be paying the price later. When it comes to work, a lot of people would be more than ready to throw you under the bus to look good or get promoted. It is the jungle, but in suits, ties, and high heels. You need to keep your eyes on people that surround you. One can be a friend today and an adversary a competitor tomorrow. If you feel someone's story is not right, then it is not right. Follow your gut feeling, your inner voice. For the cheaters that are using corporate as their own piggy bank for extramarital affairs, only a few get caught. Most of the time, people are aware within and outside of the company, but say nothing, so as not to make wave. Sometimes, even a president or CEO will turn a blind eye in regards to those kind of people. I have seen it firsthand, but sometimes... You have no choice when the person doing the cheating is your own boss. It can make your life even more stressful because you are becoming an unwilling witness in this mess. The only option you have is to leave your job. How about at home? When you're living with a liar, this is where things can get ugly. Since they are spending a lot of their time lying, you can challenge them with their own words. But most of the time, they will use your words against you, make you think you are at fault when in fact you're not. When meeting someone, you should know who they are before you decide to move forward with them. I have seen too many people with the fear of being alone, they would take the first person that will come around. 99% of the time, it was the wrong person. They end up miserable in their lives, being badly treated, but afraid to leave. You need to listen to them closely when they are speaking to you. If something is not right, again, follow your spirit. It is telling you there is something wrong. As a little FYI, I lived with a liar for 18 years. It was my father. I learned a lot from him on not what to do. But also, it showed me how I should conduct myself and not follow in his step. It can be extremely damaging for a kid to have to learn those bad habits. Watching what kind of damage he did wasn't the most appealing life anyone would want. To these days, the impact of his life, to these days, the impact of his lies are weighing on the rest of my family. So this is another thing too, because when we're talking about reconnecting with our spirit, especially when we're looking at the signs. And the signs are the biggest things ever. Wherever you are in the world, it doesn't matter where you are at this point of time right now and you're listening to my podcast, you should be connecting with your spirit. You should be trusting your God instinct. One thing we all have is an instinct. If you're looking at an animal, an animal will not... Go somewhere when you feel danger. We are the same way. Except our jungle is different than the animal's point of view. Reconnecting with our spirits and using it as your compass will do good in life, especially when you're dealing with people. So when we go back to, uh, we're going to talk first with uh, corporate, then we'll go to the mate and our personal lives. But when we're dealing with corporate, you have different people. Some, as I mentioned 
lead their life with their ego. And they can be so friendly and so nice and so lovely because they want something from you, because they want to use you. Some people will want to use you because they want to get promoted. So they're going to take credit of your work to move up. And I had experienced this several times. I have some few funny stories too because the last one was hilarious and was laughing. I'm like, you're not going to go anywhere. So you get promoted because you waited for it. But let's focus on that. When you have individuals who have a tendency to always show up in the middle of projects, they landed. You start a great project and people are starting to hear it. So there is a buzz. It's like, wow, they're doing something. And all of a sudden you start to have people coming in the middle of it and you're like, why are those quote-unquote little cockroaches coming here? Why is Bob here? He has nothing to do with my stuff. But no, what Bob's doing right now is going to go and infiltrate your stuff because he wants the credit. This is what people do. They will come around and do that. You have individuals who will be lying to your face, who will tell you some so many tales than what they cannot do their job because they are incapable to do their jobs. You see it every day. This is nothing new under the, the sun. But you need to open your eyes because you need to know how to navigate inside, how to do not get burned, how to not be used, how to protect yourself. And the best way you got is your spirit. Your spirit will always tell you the truth. People can tell you lies. And I have seen liars who are pretty good smoke operators and some were pretty bad. But you have some people who have a way to use your words. And one thing you need to notice is the liars are always the one who open their mouth and speak, but they cannot stop to speak. They are like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, Jesus, where is the turn off button on this one? Because that needs to stop. But you're listening to their story and they will come up with something. They are always waiting. They are listening. They will pick up a few words and they will find a way to massage those words. Then at the end of the day, even if they are the bad guy, they look like a saint. And you're like, seriously? Is this happening again? I have witnessed somebody who was sitting in a conference room with me and I had the president of the company and I have other people around. And I wasn't helping that person. I was watching it. That person even tried because I wasn't talking. I was just listening and laughing inside of me because I'm like, no, sister, you're going to drown on your own because I am not going to give you a lifeline because you do nothing. And the president of the company knew she was doing nothing. But he was doing nothing either to, to change that either, which was quite funny. So during that, she tried to reach out to people so she could just try to show, well, I tried this. And several times she tried with me. Oh, well, but Emma this. And I'm like, uh-uh, did not. I'm like, no, shake my head. And I did not move. I did not say a word. I let her do her thing. But I watched her doing it. It was very interesting. I'm like, that girl has nothing else to do. Then take the information very quickly and massage it so she can look good. But at the end of the day, she wasn't doing her job either. Again, you need to be cautious. So when you're working in corporate, you need to be, and I always said, I always protect my private life. When I worked in corporation, rule number one, this is not your home. This is not your family. People will use information you put out there and you're sharing against you sooner or later. So keep your private life, keep your project close to your heart, close to your jacket. Do not tell everybody what you're doing. Just speak about the weather, ask them questions. 
but don't let them ask you questions because the information can be given. I can sit down in a room and I can make you tell me everything I need to know. I'm very good at it. But you're not going to know what I want to, you want to know unless I'm telling you willingly. And I have several people who have tried to get information from me on projects. I, I got nothing. And they got frustrated. They hated my guts. I'm sorry to use the word hated my guts because I wasn't saying anything. I'm like, no, but I'm going to give you all the information. I will tell them something that was untrue and I didn't care or something else that will divert them in purpose. So you need to be extremely cautious when you're talking. And people, when they are working in corporate world, some are forgetting. Some are going to tell you all of their life in 15 minutes. And if I want any information, personal or business-wise, you're going to give it to me. I will make you talk. That's what they do, liars. They're going to make you talk. The difference is that I'm not using the lying. They are. They're going to make you talk. They're going to, they're going to smooth you around and... Then when they get that information, then they're going to massage it in one way, then they always come back as the hero, or they're going to use it against you. Because what they do, they use your words against you. They're going to make you feel like, and that happens several times I'm seeing it, when people were using the words of others and flipped it around, even though they were at fault. Those individuals were not doing their job. So you need to be cautious when you work in corporate world. Remember, they're not your friend. Don't, don't say, oh, yeah, we're besties. No, no, you're not. Because let's, let's put it this way. Let's be honest. If tomorrow in your group, there is one promotion, how many people is going to sit back and say, ah, that's okay. Bob can get it. No. I can guarantee everybody is going to pull out their knife and it's going to be eye for an eye, teeth for a teeth. That's it. So you need to be extremely cautious. The liars are everywhere, but you have to listen to them. And when your spirit is telling you, uh-oh, do not approach that person, something is off, listen to your spirit. Many, many times people were like, oh, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Jenny over there and see if, um, if she likes that person. And Jenny is gullible and naive and that's not going to realize what's going on. Oh, yeah, trust that person. And at the end of the day, you're going to be thrown under the bus. Yeah. And you're going to say, ouch, I listen to that person. Listen to your instincts. Listen, you don't have to be paranoid, no, but you have to see people who they are. Because if you refuse to see them for who they are, then this is where trouble starts. This is where you end up in situation you should not be in. Now, let's talk about the conferences because this is a good thing too. When people go to conferences or they have steering committees, I'm not saying every guy who go in there or girls are cheaters, but you do have a playground, and you have people who travel a lot who are married and their mates are not aware of. They go and cheat left and right because it's a playground over there. So imagine those people who are lying to go to conferences and say, I need to go to air conferences or I'm now I'm part of a new steering committee. I'm putting myself there. So I'm going to bring my mistress in there who is from a different state so we can see each other. Guess what happened? On the dime of a company, I do know several people who just taking their sweet time and they're not clients. I'm telling you right now, they're not my clients because I will not take clients like that. But then I knew we're co-workers. Then I knew we're traveling for on a dime of the company and uh, paying lunches and dinners to their mistresses. And they were seeing each other in different town. It's nice. Yeah. But I don't want somebody who's cheating to work for my company. I want it cheating free. 
why is a company should pay for somebody else's lunches? If you have a mistress, do it on your own dime. If you want a mistress, do it on your own time. It's quite sad at the end of the day when those liars are doing this in conferences, some get caught, some will know, we know, because we saw them. It gives a better reputation for the company as well, because you're representing a brand. So your personal affairs, and I don't care, you're going to say, well, but I'm done with the conference, so I'm going to, yeah, well, I don't care. You're never done. You're done when you're living in the plane back home. But when you're in conferences, and even after the conferences, you're still representing your company. So if you're a cheater, why did you get married? Why? Because you want a wife at home or a husband at home and you want to go as a butterfly? Fine. Do it with willing participant, but let know your mate because most of the time the mates are not aware of. And it's quite sad. And it's very sad to see as well that you have president of companies who are aware of that some of their people are doing this, but don't stop them. So basically they are opening their pocket and wasting the money for that. That is not the greatest things ever. But again, the liar will use it. The liar will find a way to bring uh, having an affair left and right because that's what they do. They will make themselves look even better, like a nice little uh, peacock, and I'm going to show you, and I'm going to spend the splurge the money on you, and I'm going to put it as an expense. Returning to work, it's not on mine, it's on the MX, so who cares? It's an expense. I had lunch or brunch with that person because, and in fact, the lunch and brunch end up in bed, but hey, who cares? Yeah, I don't. I'm not the one at the end of the day who's doing it, but yay. So this is another thing. This is a thing that people you need to realize because a lot of people are aware of everything. And liars don't realize. People can see. We see you. And you will, even in the case of a cheater, people know. And the word spreads. It spreads within the company and on conferences. The wife is probably and the husband is not aware of. Most likely not. But you could be suspecting something, but don't have a proof. But the rest of the world knows. Not the greatest things ever. Now, let's talk about the home front line. Because when we're dealing with liars, again, same thing. When you're meeting a mate, uh, you need to... And I do know, I understand some people don't want to be alone. Some people have childhood issues. So if you got a trauma when you were younger, your parents got separated, or you, you were not as loved than you wanted to be, and the parents did not reciprocate, it can bring traumas into lives, into your lives. Consequences, some individuals will not want to be alone. And a lot of people, when they come a certain age, because... Society decided that, well, you know what, you go to college and then you get married and you get your children, blah, blah, blah. So if you are not by the age of 25 or 30, have somebody, maybe something is abnormal for you. You know, we never know. We're going to start to look at it. We have eyes and say, well, well, you, you're not with somebody. And you feel the pressure. People, some people feel the pressure. This is where the problem is. The problem is if you're not listening to your spirit, if you are not connected with the universe, then this is where you're making mistakes. Because you're seeing everybody else around you getting married, and you're like, what happened here? I'm all by myself, blah, 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 blah. I'm feeling that I'm not going to have a mate, so I'm going to take the first one around the block who's coming. Because I'm in fear to be alone, and everybody ha um, have a mate, and every time I'm showing up, I feel like the fifth wheel on that party going on. I feel like a loser. Well, first of all, you're not a loser. 
there is something that is extremely important and people need to realize as well is that we are, before you come here, our spirits decide of what they want to learn as their life lessons. And we are born where we need to be born, even if sometimes I feel like uh, going on strike on this one, but we're going to go with the flow universe because <laughs> life sometimes is not that easy than we want it to be, isn't it? So back to our uh, story here. We have a different time to meet our mates. So you imagine if everybody at the age of 25 met their mates, it would be like, holy moly, that no, this is not happening. There is people who meet their mates at the age of 15, 16, 17, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. Or they don't. They're not meant to have somebody permanent. We don't need to conform. Conformity is something that just gives me a headache, a migraine, and I do not like conformity. But if you are not meant to be with somebody right away because you need to grow, because the person is not ready yet and you are not on the right path to meet that individual, do not run to the first one around the block and ignore the signal. If you have somebody who you met and because you live with your fears and you're, you're assessing the person and say, okay, well, I want that tall blonde blue eyes and end up with a shorter brown hair brown eyes yeah it can be okay he has a decent job yeah that would be okay but you kind of feeling something is off you know it's not the right person and you're like yeah but i'm gonna still gonna go with that person and imagine you pick up the wrong person your your spirit is telling you not to do it and you're gonna do it this is not good we need to stay with our eyes open a liar, somebody who is a pathological liar, a narcissist, will show you the moon, will be so kind to you, will, will find your weakness. They will smell your weakness because they will assess you very quickly. So when they feel you are needy or in fears because you're afraid of something, you don't want to be alone, they're going to sense it. And they're going to come to you. They're kind of been coming and knocking at your door. If you do open the door, then you're in doo-doo. Because this is where you should listen to your spirit and say, you know what? No, thank you. Off you go. Let me regroup inside and talk to the universe and use and trust my spirit. I am going to find the right person. But I need to tell my ego, ego, it's okay. It's safe. I don't need to be like my friends. I don't have that person yet because I'm not ready. Because you bring the fears. So the fears are pushing that person away and bring me those horrible toads and frogs that I don't want in my life. By doing it this way, then you know you're going to have your mate coming sooner or later. But you're facing the issue and you're keeping your eyes open. If you don't do it, you're going to have bad surprise. Very bad surprise. And living with a liar, and I can talk per experience with that, I did it for 18 years, yay, and I survived it. It's not pretty. A liar and a cheater is even worse. Speaking per experience too, yay. <laughs> so, you need to open your eyes, and you need to be honest. If something is off, it's something is off. 
I always said when I met people, it can be in corporate or it can be personal, there is always the 10-second rule. In the first few minutes, they're going to tell you who they are. You need to listen and you need to watch them because there is 10 seconds where you're going to see who they truly are. And when you see who they truly are, it's up to you to decide. Most of the time, people will ignore the signs. When somebody is telling you, I'm not worthy, don't spend my time with me, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go and save him. No, you don't save him. You're going to end up in a rabbit hole with him, and you're going to be even having the worst experience of your life. So you need to step back and be honest. It's okay. That person is not meant to be with you, so don't do it. If you do it, live with the consequences of your actions, which could be more damaging for you than that person. When you're dealing with a liar, a liar doesn't care about you. A liar will spend their time to use your words. You're suspecting that he's cheating or she's cheating, and they're going to use your words. They're going to use your words against you because this is what they do they massage the words they are very good speakers or badly speakers but they're going to smooth you around you're going to figure it out they're the little casanova around the block who's going to go and cheat on you and telling you no he was helping a friend when in fact he was across the street with somebody else's those are people that you need to be cautious and most of the time they don't need to be saved because one of the things and one of the trap is people feel like they want to save them. Well, oh, I'm going to change him or I'm going to change her. No, you can't. The only person that can change them is them. It's not you. Too many times I have seen it, and I even see it uh, in one of my older sister who did it one with one of the relationships she had. Oh, I'm going to change him. And I was laughing. I'm like, no, this is not going to happen. You're going to see that. And here we go. She went on and on and on. And the relationship was pretty bad. Very, very bad relationship. And I could not believe what I was hearing. And I'm like, really? Well, so well, good luck with that. It's your choice. It's your mess. You clean it up because I cannot be there for you. That's your journey. She got out of it and went to another bad one. And I'm like, really? Hmm. Continue the, continue the track right there. And I'm like, you didn't learn your lesson the first time. Thing is, if you're feeling alone, then you need to look at yourself. Start to change what's going on with you. Instead of running to the first one, instead of being desperate and try to meet people online, figure out who you are. Figure out what do you want. From there, do a vision board. Yeah, do your list. Have a conversation with the universe. Tell the universe what you want. This is what I want or better. I want a mate who loves me. I want somebody who's financially free. I want somebody who's honest, who's faithful, who's fill up the blank. Put a picture of a nice guy, then you see and say, yeah, we like some, something like that or similar or whatever. He will come along. The person will come along. Don't try to describe it to a teeth because guess what? The universe will decide. Don't block it. Don't give too much detail. But somebody you're attracted to, attract to it, somebody that you will recognize. And that person will show up when you are ready. But if you're desperate, if you're in fears, guess what's going to show up at your front door? It's not going to be Mr. Right. It's going to be the frog, and the frog with a bad surprise. So when you are dealing with liars, you really need to be honest. You really need to know the signs are there. That's why I did that series on are you seeing the signs around you? Because the signs are not only for work, are not for your safety only. It's who do you have around you in your life? 
Do you see the sign? Do you see the people around you? Are they really people that you need to have around you? Or do you need to do a clean, cleaning house? Do you really need to go to the bars to try to pick up somebody the same bar you go in, then everybody knows everybody, then it's not even the greatest place for you to be there? Probably not. Probably you need to do something else. You need to change. You need to talk to your spirit. You need to move something. You need to improve and really be grounded. A liar will stay a liar. A pathological liar will stay one. It is extremely rare when they decide they, they will decide to change. They only decide to change when they're losing something or on the edge to lose something that they have to have wonderful in front of them. Otherwise, they're not. They are just going to continue to play you around. And you're the one who's going to be miserable. So you really need to make sure when you're meeting people that that person, maybe the person is addicted to have an issue with their credit card. Okay, figure it out. For now, it's your choice. Do something wisely. Don't go and say, I'm going to save it, that person. This is not your job. Too many people are making this mistake today. I'm going to save that person because I'm going to change him. I'm going to change her. It's never going to happen. Never. They're going to play with you for five minutes and make you believe the change. But in reality, after five minutes, the whole habits will come back. And then, in the next fight, they can say, oh, yes, babe, but I'm going to change. I'm not going to do it again. It's like a um, wife beater. Somebody who's going to beat up his girlfriend or can be the reverse, too, because women do the same thing. So... Imagine you get punched in the face once and it's going to come and run to you and say, oh, I'm sorry, babe, I will not do it again. And the next time, it's going to do it again and again and again. It's never going to stop. It will never stop. So a liar is somebody you need to watch. A liar is somebody that you need to be aware of. You need to be conscious of them. You need to be conscious and seeing who they are. You need to stop to ignore it because the main issue is ignoring it. I am going to put my head in the sand and I saw nothing. Really? Well, you get with your hand in the sand, but the situation is still the same, except you're putting yourself into that bad situation. So you need to look closely at who they are. You need to look at it, incorporate because they are there, every corner, there is always two or three or four of them. And it's easy because you can see them crawling in the boss's office and I'm going <laughs> to, hi, how are you doing? I brought you coffee today. And you're like, really? You brought him again coffee? No. And they're going to be whispering lies. Be conscious about it. Be wary about it because they're not going to change, but you could end up in a big trouble if they are using your words. And liars always use your words against you. And they can play a very, very naughty game on that. I can tell you that. Leaving it and breathing it wasn't the first thing. But the other thing too, and that's the most damaging thing, is when you are living with a liar, your children going to pick up on that. So guess what's going to happen? You grow up and your parents are lying to you, or one of them. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to start to lie to you too. And they're going to continue that cycle. I broke a lot of cycles that was going on in my family when I grew up, thank God. But the rest of the family did not, which is quite sad in one way. They did not. Or some of the cycles were broken, but the anger took place instead. Instead than doing the healing, release, and were done, they did not. So basically, 
The poison went in, the negativity went in, the resentment went in. And this is not a way to be living as well. I've seen what I see, and this wasn't pretty, but I learned from it. I watched the disaster unfolding. I was amazed by it. Um, one of the things that happens, uh, just to share this one too, was, so we were a very dysfunctional family. <laughs> it was an happy Christmas every day at all. It was pretty much a screaming match. Every <laughs> time you put both of them in a room, my parents, they were so toxic to each other. It was unbelievable. But my mother, being that stubborn and she is, decided that the family is the family, which is like, we're well, really... We, even the kids, uh, the sisters and I, we were thinking, what the heck? Well, they still married those two because they're just, it was just horrible. It was, in our teens' years, we would have rather see them separated or not. Well, what happened? Because my father was the best liar ever. I have never seen, well, I've seen some who are, were at his level, but his level were like up the sky. I think if you had to get to... To rate him out of a 10, he was a 12 at this point. He even surpassed a 10. Well, he had uh, aneurysm. He had three aneurysm, brain aneurysm, and he survived them, believe it or not. Well, during his convalescence, after uh, they only did a surgery on one of them, the two others they could not touch. So it was in convalescence, and the nurses were there, and I had to go visit him. And during the convalescence, I went there, and I had a flash. I saw one woman who was a nurse, and a flash came in that he was having an affair with her. I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe it's, you know, I brush it off saying, no, no, you're wrong. Well, a couple months later, instead of coming home, he left. So imagine the shock. He doesn't come home. Nobody's aware where he is. And uh, he contacted me. I end up against my will to be in the middle of those two. And I discover then she was the nurse. That was the one that I saw. Then the universe saw me, the flash, and they, was, they were having an affair. And I'm like, oh, shyster, shyster, not good. He left, even lied, because we lost the house, and he took, on the top of it, to make it the cream of the cream, two things. He took all of the furniture and stuff like that out of the house, told uh, my mother oh, we needed to put it to one of his sister's house. And for me, I was just like, oh, this is not good. He's going to keep it. Well, he did. His sister never gave it back to us. He, because he left, he got everything. She gave it to him because family is family in Italy. So my mother didn't account for anything. But the best part of it wasn't even that. The sherry on the top of the cake was he lied to very close friends of my parents. He lied to them saying my mother threw him out, which was a lie. He left quietly with his mistress, with the nurse. So imagine that I had to break the news to my mother. And my first thing I said, she, she was like, the word was ending up for her, which they were always fighting, which I didn't like, are you serious? I looked at her and I said, you know, just to let you know, you should have divorced him a long time ago because I don't know why you kept it with him, but that wasn't going for us. And she looked at us and said, well, I kept it for the family. I said, what family? I said, you guys destroyed most of us here by doing what you did, then separated. You were separated, we had a different life. Error number one from mommy. Wasn't good. 
But I told her. I told her what I, I had to say. After that, I went into a battle and I got squashed in between her and him and she put her anger towards me. But that's okay. I got to deal with that. But many years later, because people were not talking to my mother, so basically we end up to be only the four of us, of the three, because my older one was in a different cities, living in a different cities. So basically we end up with the three of us who had to move out, find an apartment for the little one and me to stay, going to school. My mother had to live somewhere else because she could not live with us and we cannot afford anything. So we were ending up pretty much in a very bad predicament and have nothing. We lost our home, the only home that I knew. So imagine the trauma on that as well. That did not help at that time because you're going absolutely in the unknown. It's basically you're being like a crepe suzette flipped over and you have no idea how you're going to see tomorrow. So it was a dire situation where we were in. Well, he was with his mistress living in her apartment and she was still married. That's awesome. The end of the story was many years later, my mother told me uh, that the friends that turned their back on her came and apologized to her. Because my father, we were not aware at that time, but my father lied and he was such a great liar that they believed him and they did apologize to my mother. They went to her and apologized and they turned their back on her and they should have never done that and they did not realize and when they realized it was too late. So a great liar could be somebody who could do a lot of damage for everybody. If my mother was a little smarter than that when she was younger and it's not to insult her, but she should listen to her spirit she would have never married him. She had a, a possibility with somebody else's and she missed a great life to end up with him, unfortunately. And he was one of the best liars ever. Not to give him credit, but to give an example of how devastating you can deal when you are not opening your eyes and listening to your spirit, listening to your gut feeling. If you are not listening to your spirit and your gut feeling, you're going to live with the consequences of your actions and you need to be ready for that as well. You cannot be putting your heads in the sand and blaming everybody else's. You are accountable for what you do. So even if you feel you're all alone and you have somebody come up who looks like a peacock and life is beautiful, but you know inside of you is a liar, is not that good, walk away. The universe doesn't want you to get into those traps, but it's your choice. Remember, we're here on earth to experience. It's our free will. The universe will bring you situation and experiences, but it is your own choice. Now, your fears are going to attract the wrong people. Your love and your groundness will attract the right person. This is what we need to understand, and a lot of people do not get that. So, this isn't a good story that I wanted to talk about because it's, again, work with your spirit, not with your ego, not with your fears. And I do understand it's not that easy every day. I know that. But you need to have faith in your spirit. This is what you need to have faith in. Your gut feeling will never fail you. You need to get that. So, at the end of the day, you can continue to ignore them or what you can do is protect yourself. 
Do not invite those guys. Do not give information, even for corporate. Do not give information. If you have an idea or anything like that, keep it to yourself. Make your project flow under the radar. That's the best way when you do projects. I have worked on successful projects where you could see people coming. From week to week, you were looking at them. It's like, are you serious? I said, do we have a boss here? And people just decided to go on our train. And everybody wanted to be part of it. Everybody wanted this because, my gosh, it was so much of you. Then people wanted there because they wanted, at the end of the year, to look good to get promoted. So be careful with those. Watch people. See how they act. Because somebody who can look friendly, it's not that many is a friendly. Nope. Too many times I saw those um, so-called friendlies. They were not. They are there to get information. And keep information to yourself. The corporate world is not your home. Your home is your home. And too many people think that when you're in corporate, you can share all of your life. Too much information? No. Keep some of your private life private. You don't need to expose everything because when you're doing this, you're exposing yourself. I have not been touchable, and I've learned it a long time ago, to separate that. I always make sure I protected my personal life and my business life because I didn't want anyone to have anything on me for what the work I was doing. And many times people attacked me, but they could not touch me because they had nothing on me. So you need to be careful of those liars. And as I said, I experienced that. I know what the deal is with those guys. And I'm just letting you know, listen to your spirit. Somebody can be flamboyant. It doesn't mean it's a good person at all. It could be somebody who wants something from you and is going to get it. So that was an interesting one. We're going to go and continue on a fun one because on our next podcast, on our next show, we're going to talk, and that's kind of a fun one that I wrote about. Again, be published next month, but the universe wants me to move it up uh, the timetable as well. It's bidding to the sound of my own drum. Yeah meaning I'm listening to my spirit. I will go with my spirit, nothing else than my spirit. That doesn't mean I'm going to go and uh, do some crazy things, but I am going to go with my spirit. This is what it's all about, my beautiful spirit. Too many times we are not doing it. And when we do that, we can change a little thing. We can change our consciousness. This helps us in our journey. This benefits our journey and the world. So we need to listen to our spirit, to our drum. The drum is the heart, the heart is the spirit. So I hope you enjoyed this little podcast. It's kind of a little harsh one too. In one way, it's kind of a... I'm not going to say harsh. It should not be saying harsh. I should be... It's a strong one. It's talking about the liars because it's very important uh, for the rest of the world to know. A lot of people are ignoring those signs and the universe is telling me I need to talk about a bit more of the cheaters and the liars. And we need to bring our consciousness. You need to listen to your spirit. It doesn't mean that everybody who's talking is a liar or a cheater, but when something is off, and you feel the red flag, do not ignore it. Don't ignore those signs. Those are critical signs that will avoid you to go into the pitfalls 
and you're going to say, crap, why did I do that? I should have listened to myself. Those are extremely critical. So I'm wishing everybody a good day. If, if you want to schedule an appointment with me, you can do it on my website at www.edgintuitive.com. You can leave me a feedback on my podcast or on the website as well. And I'm looking forward to talk to you later. And thank you again. Bye now.